What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins and Dev Podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. That is David Neal back after a couple of weeks. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. All right, we're about a week, less than a week away from the start of offseason workouts. Uh, the Miami Dolphins about to start gathering together, get some work on work on the field ahead of training camp in late July, ahead of the start of the 2023 season. Uh, we're also a couple more weeks away, closer, I should say, to the 2023 NFL draft. The Dolphins are still uh, continuing with their due diligence. So things are kind of quiet uh, from the Dolphins. But however, uh, some of the team's biggest stars uh, they've made some comments in the past week or so, uh, that being Tyree Kill and Tua Tungvaloa. Tyree Kill speaking on a radio show and then Tua Tungvaloa at his second annual South Florida Luau with Tua, Tua, excuse me, Luau with Tua fundraiser event for his uh, his foundation. Um, both saying different things, uh, and we're going to get into all of that on this episode. However, we're going to start with Tyreek Hill, who uh, really made some some sent some shockwaves throughout the NFL. Um, he was on a podcast with a pair of former Kansas City Chiefs teammates, where he commented on his uh, impending retirement date. Tyreek Hill saying that he wants to play ten years, uh, play through the end of his Dolphins contract, and then hang up the cleats. I mean, he he said he he wants to get into the gaming space. He wants to get into other business ventures that he has his eye out on. Um, and I gotta say, for me. I was kind of a, uh, I kind of took it kind of tongue in cheek. I really, I mean, I watched it. I listened to the interview, the whole interview. Um, I didn't think much of it because if you follow the Dolphins enough, you know, Tyree Kill is a bit of a jokester. You say a troll sometimes, always in good fun, but he likes to joke around. So when he said, I want to get to 10, year 10 and call, I thought he meant like, I want to get to the 10 year bench. I want to get to at least 10 years. Now, obviously he's entering his eighth season um, in the NFL second with the Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins gave him a four-year extension through the 2026 season. So 10 years would be after, uh, going through the 2025 season. However, um, the way his contract was set up, it was uh, very backloaded in the end or uh, backloaded at the end to kind of stretch out signing bonus, not to get into too much of the weeds. The Dolphins can cut Tyreek Hill after the 2025 season and save tens of millions of dollars, um, you know, which some people think is likely to happen at that point. So they can kind of get the cap space and start to retool the team. Um but I, I didn't think too much of it. You know, Terry Kill did speak at uh, one of his, he was holding a, he's holding a series of camps. Um, he had one last week in South Florida where he was asked about it. And he said, hey, he, he kind of walked it back a little bit. He said, hey, I do, you know, have want to get to the gaming sphere. I want to get into other um, ventures um, and business ventures that I have my eyes on. But who knows? If the Dolphins give me a, a contract in a year or two, a contract extension offer in a year or two, maybe we're having a different conversation. And you know the money talks. But really, I kind of took it those comments a different way. Um, I took it as kind of re-emphasizing the fact that the Dolphins have a very, very prime window to capitalize off the moves that they've made to build this roster in the next two, and I'll say three years, because um, Tyreek Hill alluded to, you know, potentially hanging it up after the 2025 season. So 2023, 2024, 2025. Um, we've talked about it a lot the past couple weeks, couple months, even going back to last year, where the Dolphins have made big swings. They're bringing big talent. Tyreek Hill, uh, Brandon Chubb, uh, Bradley Chubb, um, Jalen Ramsey, Teron Armstead. I mean, these are like all pro talent guys that they brought in, types 
caliber players that they brought in to kind of um, mix with the young talent, the upright, the, you know, the, the young rising talent that they have. And there's a clear window, especially with Tua not being on a big deal. Now we know that he's on, he's you now he got that fifth year option exercise. He's going to be under contract through 2024 um, through 2024, at least. Um, but we all know that once you sign that big extension, it kind of alters the way that you're able to build the roster. I mean, just that's the way the salary cap is. So I really took Tyreek Hill's comment as like a reminder that the Dolphins have a window. Because um, even if Tyreek Hill, for some reason, if he says, hey, I want to play past 2025, the Dolphins give him a contract extension. Um, I believe he's 28 now. Um, who's to say that he's going to be the same Tyreek Hill? Obviously, he's at the height. He's still in his prime, as we saw last year. Um, but who's to say three years from now, when he's 31, going on 32, who's to say that he's that same all-pro Tyreek Hill? Who's to say that Jalen Ramsey, who's, who I believe is 28, 29, who's to say three years from now, he's not he's that same all-pro Jalen Ramsey? I can say the same exact thing for Teron Armstead, who's already dealing with his own injuries as well. I mean, I think that there's a there's a very, very delicate window right here. And who knows? Maybe the the Jalen Waddles, the Javon Hollins, maybe they come up in a couple of years and they reach that all pro um, level that, you know, Tyree Kill and Jalen Ramsey, those guys are at right now. But it's fine. It's a fine line right now with the way the Dolphins have kind of structured these contracts, giving out big money, that there is a window, um, you know, over the next couple of years, the Dolphins really got to capitalize on. Uh, what were your thoughts on Tyree Kill's retirement plan? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I heard that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I understand that's that maybe is a stray thought every now and then. Usually, something you hear more that's probably running through his mind more in the middle of a season. You know, when you're you're aching on Wednesday and you you know you're going through it. You know, you're going through that install the the week's installment and it's it's kind of the dog days of the season or training camp. And you're like, I don't know how much more I can, many more times I can do this. Yeah. You know, we, look, we only cover the team and we have those thoughts, especially in training camp. You're like, okay, I don't know how much more I can do this. Oh, man. Um, so, but, you know, eventually, you know, that, you think well? Do you think like, he would nobody walks away from this? Game. Very few people walk away from when they want to. Game. When they want and, to, and, and, yeah. and so, and I don't see Tyreek Hill being in that very, very small number who walk away from this game. You know, without you know when they when they're still, you can still play it when you can still come back and you know when you can still. He can still be. I, I'm going to bet he's still going to be fast in a few years. And, yeah, three, I, I, I think. I, I think if he's fast as he is right now, but he's still going to be pretty dumb. right. He's going to be like I, I can see him being like a Cliff Branch or a Joey Galloway, who were fast for a long time, yeah. and um, you know we're still running you know by defensive backs in their mid 30s, yeah. And you know I can see if you if you have some if you have that then somebody will pay you to run past defensive backs into your mid-30s. And you'll think, and you realize nothing, player player says it, nothing makes you feel like Sundays, you know, on the field. And then, especially if you have some team success and then the bonding in the locker room and everything, you know, 
leaving that. Uh, yeah, nah, he ain't. He, he not leaving that lot. Not leaving that life. Um, now, will it necessarily be with the Dolphins? Maybe not. But I don't see retirement after ten years in Tyreek Hill's, you know, near future. Now, you, I think I agree with you that the Dolphins have made a lot of moves that say, okay, we're, we're you know, they're going for it now. It's now's, you know, now's the time. Uh, this is their time. The next few years of their time to challenge Buffalo and Kansas City uh, for, you know, AFC supremacy and for that chance to get to a Super Bowl. And after those few years, you know, contracts are going to start to come up. Uh, you know, money's going to have to be moved around with the South cap. You know, um, maybe guys age. Maybe guys age out. You know, I, I think Tyree Kill is going to age better than a lot of other guys. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't so, really he, been like he hasn't really had any significant injuries over his career. Right. He, you know, he's a, he's he's built. I mean, he's he's not the tallest guy, but he is jacked, so he's in great shape. You know, right, it's going to change in three years. So yeah, I think he's I, very very so, very. I mean, not even serviceable. Uh, 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 a very very good player, if not still elite player in three years. Right, and so you know, I, I don't see him. Retiring, like I said, it may not be with the Dolphins, but I don't see him walking away from this game as long as somebody, as long as he still has a lot of that ability, and somebody, somebody will be willing to pay for that ability. Look, who just they just somebody just Odell Beckham Jr. just got signed. How many games has he played in the last two years? Not a lot. <laughs> like really, I mean, we talk about availability being the first ability. Tyreek Hill's got availability. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. He doesn't have. He's, you know, he's about as he's as reliable as a rip Trojan. So you don't know what you don't know when that boy's showing up. I mean, you know, is he going to be here? How long is he going to? You know, is he going to be fine? He starts the game. Is he going to finish the game? Tyreek Hill. You don't have those questions. Yeah, fast runs good runs good routes. He's you know solid enough teammate. As long as he doesn't, you know. Get into get into trouble uh, off the field. He will be around as long as you know for a very long time, and I well beyond three years if he you know. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's I heard that and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, I will somebody say- puts that big check in front of you again. You're like, wait, a minute. oh wait a minute, I don't that the rest of my life. <laughs> Ooh, I, I got, I got a lot of, I got the rest of my life for the rest of my life. Let me keep doing this in I, what I enjoy and what I've done my whole life, and make money at it too, and be, yeah. and be fun, you know. Yeah, yeah like he, that. like he said, like he said, if the Dolphins come in a year or two with a contract offer, ah, it might be a little different. I will say, I mean, he, he is, if he's not already a first ballot Hall of Famer, a surefire Hall of Famer, um, you know, in three years' time, if he continues at this, at this rate, I mean, he's. Seven time pro ball pro. He's got, you know, 8,000, over 8,000 career receiving guards. I mean, I will say, I mean, he could get to three years, especially, hey, especially if he wins another ring, a second ring with the with the Dolphins. I mean, he's done about it all. So it's not like he, you know, he's leaving the game with any, any meat on the bone. Uh, he's so, he's yeah. the best. He is the best deep threat in the game now. And he's not a, he's better than Deshaun Jackson when Deshaun Jackson was kind of, you know, that 
maybe 10, was it 10 years ago, maybe when Deshaun yeah. Jackson was kind of he was catching 50 yards because I feel like Tyree, like we've seen it with, and, and Deshaun Jackson had this a bit too, where like Tyree Kill, the way he like squeezes the angles, like I, I know, I think Jerome Baker, the line, Dolphins linebacker, was talking about this a couple weeks ago, like the way he like just makes, takes up space, like, and you know, just messes up your angles. It's like, all right, you think you might have him, you think you might beat him to the corner, and he just, he, he's just too fast. It's, it's different. It's like, it's not like he just runs by you. It's, you know, he might catch a three yard slant and then be able to just kind of break to the corner in a way that a lot of people can't. I, I, I see the difference with Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, another guy who, by the way, did keep his speed, but yeah. Deshaun, Deshaun got just a little bit, just a little bit of hard head, a little bit of knucklehead in him. You know, just Deshaun's going to drop the ball, you know, drop the ball for the goal line. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know stuff like that. And I don't see Tyreek. Tyreek Hill doesn't do that. I mean, you know, he, he might throw off the peace sign. He keeps. He might hold the peace sign. But, and, but it, oh, if if that rep had throw the flag on that, I'd have found the way to the stadium to shoot. To, 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 oh yeah, a couple years, a couple years back in the divisional round. Oh yeah, yeah for that, sure. You can't throw the flag on that. That was too funny. That was cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, they did, they did, they did end up changing some some unsportsmanlike rules because of that. But yeah. uh, you know, he's still throwing up the peace sign, and uh, you know, all all signs show that he's going to be in Miami for the foreseeable yeah. future. All right, uh, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back on the other side of things, uh, we got to talk to Tua. He finally spoke to local reporters for the first time since his 2020 season was effectively ended. Uh, we're going to break down some of his comments and more, so stay locked with us. What's going on, everybody? Still here with David Neal on the Dolphins and Depth Podcast, talking all things Dolphins. Now, in the first half, we were breaking down Tyreek Hill's retirement comments, should we take it seriously or not? What does it mean for Miami? Second half, uh, we're going to turn to QB1. Um, he's been rather quiet. I know he had a couple media sessions or kind of uh, run runs with the media back in uh, Super Bowl week out in Arizona, kind of promoting some stuff for Subway. But for the first time in well over several months, um, he actually spoke to local reporters. He was ho- hosting his second annual South Florida Luau with Tua event that raises money for his Tua Foundation. Um, and he had a short media session where he was actually in very good spirits. He was looking su- suited and booted, had a little gray plaid uh, suit, some uh, some white Prada shoes, you know, styling, profiling. Um, and he was talking about how excited he is to get back on the field, how he's feeling in some of his off-season workout training. Um Start with the first quote. He said, I'm very excited. I'm excited to get back out there, get to meet a lot of the newer guys who we also get to meet guys that have been in the system for a whole year now. He spoke about how he's really feeling um, the excitement and the support from the fans, from the community. Obviously, a lot of big moves um, this offseason. He later went on um, to talk about his offseason training. And this is what actually you know, really piqued my interest when I went back and heard it and read it. He said, off-season training has been good. Um, I've been working on my strength in many areas and shipping away at things that I feel like I needed to work on to get where I feel I can get to in the latter parts of the season. Um, I will say he did look bigger. Uh, you know, he's been throwing. He's been throwing, uh, having you know, workout sessions and throwing with Tyree Kill, Jalen Wilder, some of the other receivers on the team. Um, in the video, he looked a little, I won't say chunky, but he definitely looked a little more bulky. I saw him in person. He had a little new, like, little mustache. Usually has the beard. He had a mustache. Uh, he looked looked a little more swole than usual. Um, and it was, yeah, he was in a good mood. He was in a very good mood, um, which was good to see, obviously. You know, he's been through a lot the past couple um, past couple years, or excuse me, past couple months, and even years as well. 
Um, and he mentioned that as well. He said, I'm smiling a lot more. I'll say that. Like he, I think last year, obviously they wasn't really sure what to expect from Mike McDaniel. Um, they had had a really good year, albeit the two uh, diagnosed concussions, but he sees in a really good spot. So that's obviously good news if you're a Dolphins fan. Um, but I want to go back to, to talk about, you know, working on his body and working on his strength to quote unquote, get to where I feel like I can get to in the latter parts of the season. That kind of came off to me as like, I'm working on my strength to, to absorb these hits, to, you know, get these calluses, to get to the point where I'm not, you know, you know, we, we know he's had a lot of nicks and bruises here and there, a lot of kind of freak stuff with his fingers and thumb and whatnot. Um, that 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 struck me as a guy who is very aware that, you know, I got to keep on getting stronger. I mean, he, he is six foot. He has, a, you know, he's built in his lower body, um, but he is smaller. He's not 6'6", 250, 60 pounds. Like, that's just not the type of quarterback he is stature-wise. Um, so that really struck me as well. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, he didn't speak too much on the jujitsu. We kind of joked about that. And he was like, you know, I'm not doing any jujitsu moves. You know, he was dancing at the Luau event uh, with some of his teammates and whatnot. But he said, you know, you know, he, he looks like he's taking it all in stride, which is good to see. Um, but but overall, I mean, what are your expect expectations for him? I mean, do you like the fact that, you know, he's, he's looking a little bit bigger and, you know, just overall, uh, what, are the, what are your expectations? Well, I mean, if – Let's see how it plays plays out. I mean, you obviously you want a little bigger to obviously take more hits to, you know, be more durable. He's had durability issues beside before this year. Um, and to be, you know, to be still in December when everybody's kind of, you know, nicked up and uh, in the NFL, at least to some degree, uh, to be closer to the hundred percent that you'd like him to be. Um, you know, I have, I have no idea if this would affect his, you know, you know, getting bigger, bulky, a little bulkier, if it's going to affect his movement, his throwing motion. I would think not. Yeah. Um, he's not, he's not an overly mobile guy. I mean, he can move in the pocket, but he's not a runner. I'll say that. So I don't think it's like, if right, he, right. maybe it's, well, if he's a little bit slower, it's not that big of a deal. I, well, and I think with him, um, similar to actually uh, Marino, what was what's more important is pocket mobility. You know that yeah. ability to slide, get yourself an extra second or two, you know, or ha even a half second in the pocket. Um, so somebody comes open a little quick, quicker, or you just have time to get the ball off. That is as important as being able to, you know. Take it out and you know go run the field. I think I, I'm not. I have a hard time seeing that if he's any slower, that you know it makes that big a difference. I think it, you know maybe it turns a ten yard scramble to a seven yard scramble. Um, you know, but but I don't. I, or you know, I just I don't see that. You know, adding or taking taking away that part of his game um, to the to the extent that he has that part of his game. Um, so yeah, he, you probably would want a six foot quarterback to be a little more stout, uh, because you can put on all these rules you want. Uh, these guys still get hit and they're still getting thrown around. They're still getting, you know, thrown to the ground. They're still getting tackled. They're still getting, you know, they're, they're still, 
they're still taking a, a taking a beating, and especially because they're you know these days they're dropping back to pass. What how many times a game? Um, more than ever, and so you know uh, that's that's nice. These you know bulkier, hopefully more solid, and hopefully more durable. Um, yeah. a, a seven, you know, having two over seventeen games obviously makes the Dolphins, <laughs> hey, you know, obviously you know, a much better team. But it, it with their lineup, as you know, you would expect that this this would be again it'd be a team that would challenge Buffalo and Kansas City for the AFC title uh, if he's healthy. For seven, if he's healthy for seventeen games, you expect they he, they challenge for the number one seed if he's in the division title, um, and you know if he's just if he's healthy for fifteen games and they're in the playoffs, and during the playoffs you expect that you know they'll be a dangerous team in the playoffs, and you know uh, you know even ho- if they have to play early in those. They're not the number one seed, and they have to host. They can host early round games, which is which would be a which would be nice for Dolphins fans to see actually see playoff football in yeah, Miami <laughs> for the first time. And you know, my like my daughter, I think is grad. Get, my daughter getting ready to graduate high school. I think she she was three. I think when the Dolphins last so two, was that two thousand eight. Yeah, the Ravens, the Ravens wild card game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was that was in a fun. Well, that was in a fun one. It was fun for just a little bit. Like the, the somebody found Ravens fumbled early. I mean, Paul Soli, big, big, huge nose tackle. Um, you know, poor man's Haloti Nada. Um, he recovered, and I remember big Paul dancing with the ball and everything. And then the Dolphins got like a field goal out of it. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get it. it might, that, might, that might be the hide it, hide it today. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. And uh, yeah, but um, no, that. So, yeah, that's, you know, roundabout yakety yakking on two is. <laughs> yeah. Whose I mean, body is Charles Atlasness or. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there is something to be said about the, the physical aspect, but obviously, you know, I'm playing armchair psychologist or whatever. But I think it's something definitely to be said about the, the mental aspect. I mean, he, he de- generally seemed to be in like very good spirits. Obviously probably felt a little more comfortable at his foundation event as, as opposed to, you know, kind of getting grilled, you know, at the, at the podium or whatever after a loss. Um, but, but he does, he does seem to be in like a, a really good mental space. You know, there was a, there was an interview, um, I believe uh, with Mike Silver, I believe that, that's the journalist that he conducted with uh, Mike McDaniel at the owners meetings. And he, and he spoke about um, the process of kind of building up to his confidence, but also like building up um, the the belief in Tua from everybody in the, in the organization. And Mike McDaniel, um, you know, we, we, the story has been out there uh, a lot about how Mike McDaniel put like this a thousand page or a thousand play, um, you know, little uh, video together of like all the good plays that, that Tua had in his in his young career prior to this past season. I um, mean he showed it to Tua, but then he went out, he went um, you know, out of his way to show it to Tyree Kill to call like a staff meeting, Mike McDaniel said, and um and you know, show the entire staff and say, like, hey, this guy is the perfect quarterback for our system. We just gotta go get him some wide receivers. And that was kind of how he convinced um a lot of the the powers that be that hey, like 
we have offensive mind needs as well, but we also need to get some wide receivers and um, to kind of bring the most out of this accuracy and his skill set. Um, and that eventually, you know, came to fruition with them getting Tyree Kill and, and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think that last year we, we saw, and Mike McDaniel alluded to him as well. Like Tua was a guy that struggled to, you know, to to take praise, and he always kind of looked at things in in the negative light, as if like, all right, well, I got to get better here, I got better there. Um, I think he always had that confidence in him because you have to have um, elite confidence to uh, to 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 get to to this point, to get to the highest level of of you know competitive sports. You have to have confidence. And people have spoken about that, about how he was like that at uh, in Alabama. They said he was like a silent killer. Um, but I, but I think sometimes he may have may overestimate, you know, how how tough those first couple years were on his psyche. You know, not getting along with with uh, with Brian Flores, struggling, having the injuries and whatnot. And it seems like he's just in a much better headspace. Like we see, we saw it on the field last year where he's dancing, he's talking his talk, um, he's just walking with like, like you can you can say you can you can you can feel it. Like I remember somebody telling me years ago that like like you you can't feign like uh confidence. Like that's something where like you either got it or you don't. Like you walk this this, this aura to you that you project con- you lose confidence or you don't. I um, mean you're definitely seeing that with Tua where now it's like all right, especially you know everyone said you know his coaches and everyone was saying that he can be that guy, but now he showed this past season that he can be that guy. And I think right. that um that, that speaks volumes. You know, that it's one thing to have the continuity um of last year with the system and all the teammates coming back, but it's another thing to like really have the confidence and really have that body of work last year where it's like, all right, I did it. Now the thing for him is I I've said it, I'm sure he knows it. I just gotta stay healthy and stay on the field and I'm gonna produce. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, I, I've been bullish on the team. I'm bullish on Tua, health permitting. I think that, um, you know, he already, he already finished, you know, the he already finished, you know, last year leading the league in passer rating. Um, truthfully, there's no reason why another year in this system with the guys that he has, the continuity of the wide receivers, there's no reason why he can't be um, an elite type quarterback in terms of, you know, the, the production, um, you know, and, and the level of play. Because um, we've said it, it's not a matter of, you know, can he do it? It's like, is he going to be able to do it because of health? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, if you if you you've done it, well, you know, I just meant okay. We can we do it? Let's do it again, and let's do it. You know, you feel like you should be you're now you're fine tuning instead of you know doing major work. Yeah, starting from ground up, starting from ground one. And, you know, it's like we talk about football being a language. It's like, you know, they already know the language. So now yeah. maybe you're just refining it. Maybe you're just going to now, now you're learning dialects. <laughs> exactly. Now you're learning dialects, right? Yeah. You know, learning you're, some slang. Get, you're right, get some idioms going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, like, like Tua said, um, he's very excited to, to get back to offseason workouts. That starts next week. Um, You know, they're not going to be on the field next week. It's kind of more classroom stuff for the first phase of the offseason workout program. But in due time, they'll be back on the field. Field and to a tongue by Loa should be under center as well. Well, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins in Depth podcast. I want to thank you guys as always uh, for tuning in. Reminder as always like, share, comment, um, subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, subscribe to the Miami Herald. Um, there you go. That one, that one there. Big one right there. Subscribe to the Miami Herald again. We're a couple, week, couple weeks away from the NFL draft, end of April. Um, next week, offseason workout starts. So we're going to have a ton of content as always. Um, so definitely stay locked to the Miami Herald. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk Dolphins football, start of OTAs, all that good stuff. We got the draft coming up. 
so you guys enjoy the rest of the week and we'll see you again next week take care Bye.